Hello and welcome to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, the podcast where an artist and an economist walk into a podcast to talk about strange things that make the world go round. I'm the artist in question, Anne Blake. I'm a playwright, musician, performer, director, all these things. And Stephen, you are the economist. I am indeed. I'm professor of economics at uh, University of Limerick and uh, writer for The Currency and general Twitterer at large, um, graph maker to the stars. And that kind of <laughs> yeah, I like I like a little extra su- subtitle maybe every every month uh, <laughs> we Ra- add Grand to Vizier of boredom <laughs> <laughs> uh, I I I don't know. I'm a maker of more coffee in my house in the last year than probably in, in my entire lifetime. Um, so Stephen, we are I'm gonna get right 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 to. Sometimes we have nice little chats. Um, I, I'm gonna make one little aside and say, uh, Stephen and I met for the first time in person last Friday. Right. And and it was remarkable. That's it right. was very that's special. right. That's right. We we, we you know I discovered you have kneecaps. It was very exciting. Hey. It was very exciting. I had, um, yeah. No, we were we were at the the, the brilliant um, Emma Curd concert in um, in the milk market, and it was just it was just brilliant being around people. Mm, <laughs> you kind of forget. Yeah. You kind of forget <laughs> that it. I think everyone had kind of forgotten. Uh, I was at a Lisa Hannigan gig just before, like the week before that or something. And somebody yeah. sneezed in the thing. Oh, and yeah. like, I was on the stage. Like, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> you know, she, I think we, you know, she's like, we've all forgotten. Um, but no, and you were playing bass on the stage. You were amazing. It was a brilliant, brilliant wow. gig. Really was. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. And I think as well, I think we might as well get this out into the ether. You made a wonderful observation that Taylor Swift fans are called Swifties. And so Emma Langford fans should be called Langers. Yeah, yeah. Let's appro- let's appropriate uh, a cork for Limerick. <laughs> are we Langers? I mean, are, are, are we just culturally appropriating a cork slur? I don't know. Well, why not? You know? Why um, not? But yeah, happy. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be the first time I've been called a Langer, so you know. I, 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 uh, I showed up. I showed up with my Emma Langford T-shirt and all that. It's a good one. You know, this it, this it, T-shirt it, is not well. about you, you lying bollocks. Is what it says. I can't and wear actually, that one in lectures. You know. It's 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 funny because there is a story behind that, and I think that's not a million miles from some stuff we're going to touch yeah. on today. And what I wanted to start the podcast with today, so this is our September episode. Um, I heard a great quote recently, and it's very simple. And it says, "When we are defensive, we are stupid, and we can't listen." And it's one of those things. It's kind of nice to let hang there for a second. You're like, "No, I'm not defensive." Oh, hang on, I'm defensive, and when. You say something to me that 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 presses a button. I stop hearing what you're saying. I stop hearing any any reason or anything, um, uh, anything in your argument. Mm. Um, so I think that's just a little seed. I'm gonna I'm gonna plant at the beginning. Um, so a little story. When I was young, I went on holidays to France. Lucky me, and I went to a uh, a fairground, a carnival, and um, I went on a ha- into a haunted house. You know, on a little train. Now it wasn't great. It was a bit. It was a bit shit. But there was one moment in particular where there was a, a ghostly woman, and she was speaking in French. And I remember thinking, "This isn't scary at all," because I can't speak French, so I'm not scared. You know, <laughs> and uh, and so I I think this little thing of I had this little memory of oh, if I don't understand something or if I don't feel it's in any way anything to do with me it doesn't frighten me. You know, it, it's not in my sphere of experience. Therefore, 
I'm I'm not afraid of a crazy old woman speaking in French at me. So these are little things I'm parking at the beginning. Um, so I today we're going to talk a bit about um, misogyny and sexism. And these are things that uh, almost the moment, depending on who you are in your life, if you're male or female, uh, you're going to have a different reaction to those words. And one of those reactions might be that is not something I've ever experienced and I know about it or, but it's never going, it's, it's not my direct experience and very likely never will be, which is just a reality. And um, so I thought I'd give a little, uh, a little context today to kind of let's, let's make, let's make misogyny more inclusive. Let's give everyone a feeling that they can relate to. And now, then again, everyone, I am going to aim this more at Irish people. And I'm, I'm sure we have a huge international listenership. Yes, for the Peruvians go- on the call. <laughs> so I'm going to give a little... There, folks. <laughs> I'm going to give a little example. So you, you're having your coffee. It's a lovely Sunday. You're really chilled out. Uh, you open the paper and there's a picture of Colin Farrell. Great uh, Irish actor, handsome man. And it's um, the the paper is um, a British publication. So let's say Colin Farrell has just got an Oscar nomination. And the headline is British actor Colin Farrell gets the Oscar nod. And you have this moment of, um, well, he's not British, he, he's Irish. And it's you, pure rage. You're, you're, you, 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 sp- you spring. You spring, you spring for your phone. Tweet so, your so let's... Let's imagine for a second, there is rage, right? It's tapping into, you know, 800 years of colonization, erasure of culture, loss of language, loss of identity, and now appropriation of our handsome, talented people. You know? oh, very so, and you're like, okay, do you know what? I'm, I'm just going to put this out there. And you literally say, Colin Farrell is Irish. And you get a reply or someone with a... It, it picks a bit of, of traction and someone you don't know who maybe their profile is a British flag or something goes, all right, calm down, Paddy. And your rage goes a little higher. And you can say nothing now that doesn't make you look like a lunatic because in that person's ear, you're already unhinged and mad and saying things where you're just pointing something out but you're pointing out something that you're like, how do you not know this? This is a state of being. And and that rage now, you're being not believed or you're being told it's not a big deal. It, you know, and then you might engage and say, look, this is important. We're a republic. We are separate to you. This is the reason there is a north and south. And then they say, well, it doesn't make that much of a difference. I mean, we're kind of the same islands and you're told, basically, get over it, mate. That's that's the vibe. And I just want you to, if if you are Irish and listening to this, just just relate to that feeling. So that's just a little context corner as such. I want to put it now, this is not, I am not trying to stoke up anti-British sentiment in the Irish people. Um, maybe if you're from Canada or New Zealand, you find your celebrities get appropriated um, or, or whatever. And just that that feeling of something that you are being told, get over it. It's not a big deal. Whereas 
there is a world of unspoken, um, dare I say, kind of oppression and colonization has gone on that you're being told to just get over. And so that to me, that is something I try to do to convey what it is like to be on the other end of sexism. When you point something out that is glaringly obvious and very much that kind of death by a thousand cuts. It's this slow, little, nasty, torturous wearing down and silencing of you. But when you speak and you call it out, immediately you sound... Even if you say, Colin Farrell is Irish, if you say, that comment is sexist, you immediately aren't at a 10, you are at an 80 of crazy. And then if you respond again, even if you're keeping your voice really level, you've already been put into this um, th- this place that you can't be heard. And because maybe you've, you, you have uh, pressed a button in that person, they're getting defensive. They're not going to listen anymore. And I suppose what... As we talk about the reality of misogyny and sexism, I just I, I, I think there's a problem when we get specific and we get caught into minute eye and we look at incidences and we get caught up in people and well I like him or I like her or whatever and we stop seeing the big context that people have to live in and the repercussions of these actions and what it does to people. And as I, I'm going to keep saying it probably four more times, but the death by a thousand cuts, that's slow wearing away of the will to live, which, well, the will to live is, will to engage. I mean, eventually, most people just want a quiet life. And even today, coming on to this podcast, I am going to try and keep my voice as calm and even as possible, because I'm conscious that if anyone's listening to this and they're like, I, I really like Steve talks of normally, but that, the, your one was just going on about feminism and sexism. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not trying to be derogatory in that voice. I'm just saying it's very dismissive and easy to do. And if it's like, oh, that Anne Blake went all shrill and dare I say unhinged, it's quite easy to dismiss anything I say, get defensive and stop listening. So that is my little context corner. I, I did say to you at the top, um, Stephen, I had a bit of a thread I wanted to get to the end to, of. So... Um, yeah, that, that that I can signal to you now. That was kind of just a little kind of context I wanted to put at the beginning. So one of the things that um one of the things that we've been talking a lot about uh just in recent days is how women are heard and seen and then reacted to. So it's, it took me years to figure this out because um, I'm a straight white man and society is built for me. Like, mm. and it, it, it is interesting. It took, it, took, it took a long time to realize this. And the analogy I use is a video game. So I'm playing a video game and you're playing a video game and I'm winning. And I'm like, I'm deadly at this video game. And I am deadly at the video game. It doesn't mean I haven't worked hard. It just means... But when you look over, I'm playing the game on the easy setting, right? And the other person's playing it on medium difficulty. And somebody is playing on fucking damn near impossible. 
we're all playing the same game. And so the so the sort of straight white lad for whom the defaults of society, including the heights of, of, of buildings and the heights of ceilings and the temperatures in the building, like literally everything is designed around basically straight white men, um, uh, including bizarrely medicines, uh, which we talk about another time. So then when, when, when the world is designed to sort of fit you better, right? It's very difficult to then go, oh wait, it doesn't fit you perfectly too? Because everything is sort of, it's a bit, the way, the way I think about it is like this sort of a spectrum. And if you think mm -hmm. about the sort of straight white, middle-class, middle-aged man as the zero point, which is kind of fair actually, right? Um, uh, everyone is sort of like a bit further away from that. You know, so mm -hmm. so so you just you just change the change the skin color or the gender or the sexual orientation or or whether they're fully able or not and so forth. And basically, it just it just moves away from the default. And then basically, what you have to do is continue to remind people who are who are at the default position. Well, hang on a second. You know, now what's weird about it is the actual default position is a really small number of people, right? Like like. They're, they're, you know, it, it, you immediately subtract away 50% of the population, 51% of the population. And then uh, it turns out only 87% of the, 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 the people in the whole country are actually Irish nationals. You know, um, uh, it turns out that, uh, so, so, so the default group is actually a relatively small group, which is, it's big enough, but it's pretty. So, so w what is interesting is when society has been designed for you, it's very difficult to the, and, and this is not a not an, this is not an excuse but this is mm. simply saying like, like, so when somebody got the, shows up who's slightly away from that zero point and says hang on a second do you not realize that this is the thing you go oh well no everything's grand it's a bit like saying well look you're you're playing the video game on easy buddy and you're like well no it's the same video game actually and and it, it, in economics it, it, it comes up in the context of the, the gender pay gap and it comes up in the context of almost, it, it comes up in the in the experience of female economists. Never mind the bloody yeah. So, one of the things that is important, I think, a very useful tool is let's is is to understand that you have no control over how you're heard. Right? So. Mm. So, and sometimes I, I'll have this online or 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 in, in person. Uh, you say something like "Colin Farrell is Irish," and what you mean to say is "Colin Farrell is Irish." You know, it's, what mm. you what they hear is "Colin Farrell is Irish." You know what I mean? <laughs> People go, "Oh God!" You know, well, actually, Colin Farrell is Irish. You know, that you you don't you don't know how you're being heard. And then somebody reacts and goes, chill out, you know, and, and you go, and, 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 and they might actually, they might send you what they're writing is, oh, hey, just chill out. It's all right. And you go, no, you know, and you, and you hear that in a different way. So I, I think a lot of the time, a lot of the time when you're with somebody or when you're talking with them, you, you, you and this is, this is what I've noticed really, really recently, actually, I've met people who have been just having a go at me online in person wow. and what's really interesting is how like normal they are because of course now they have all the extra cues but i think it, uh, that this is straying slightly away from the main point which is that 
your experience of misogyny if you're a man who's like the the, the part you know is, is effectively zero or near zero mm. um yeah yeah uh, particularly if you're like like me straight white man middle, middle class middle age right you're like my experience of, of most of the things is you know next to zero and so there is a there is a thing um there is an an element of just needing to listen uh and i think some of this comes about through just parenting and just through self-education um we we were part of something called the gender review of irish higher education and when I was in the Higher Education Authority. Um, and the, the problem was basically that uh, female academics, trans academics, were not getting promoted, despite like demonstrably deserving to, to, to be um, raised up. And it turned out that, you know, that, that there is a big problem with, with a gender imbalance in the, in the professoriate. Now we're sort of, we're, we're, to be fair, like we are actually addressing um, more women are being promoted um, every day and it's it's not a bad thing it's a good thing uh particularly to leadership roles uh, you know mm. and actually weirdly in this you, not weirdly but uh, because of the actions of a couple of brilliant people ul is actually was what is was and has always been the best at having a number of female professors at the very top level in our system um and so we had if you like we had a head start on all the other universities and uh, particularly galway as it turns out um what you needed to do to and we you know we're the first university in the country to have female presence in the in 420 something years by the way you know so know. yeah but S skyrocketing progress know, right <laughs> and and, and by the way since then, since then i think there are eight or universities or maybe nine now um you know previously before uh, kirsten may became the president of ul that she was the first one and i think there are now four female presidents right. so like it is changing but but not fast enough but i think that, that, but, that idea but i think I, there's that listening and 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 that's modeling as well like you can't just say things should be better like that you know you need to do something yeah. and then there's change like I, I read something recently um uh funny enough the woman's called kate mann <laughs> has written um a book around this and interesting enough she uh she divides up there's a bit of kind of myth busting i wouldn't mind kind of looking at today okay. um because you know you see comments online and you see things kind of thrown out as truisms often kind of gotcha moments or uh really reductive compartmentalizing of, of things so as to delegitimize what someone says like well actually i think you'll find it's just quite simply this get o get over it patty and it's basically um what she says is sexism is like it's a, it's in it's it's the water we're swimming in. It's the thing you, you can't see. It's in all the structures. It's 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 very hard to pinpoint. It's not a group of men in a room plotting, you know, how to control the world. It's just how the world. It's the structures we move in. And like you said, the 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 shape of rooms. They they just it's the zero that you're at. That I'm not that far away from because I am a middle class white you know woman I'm very very privileged I'm in your ear right now if you're listening to this I have a voice I have a platform do you know what I mean um but uh, what she says is misogyny it, it, it is so if for example uh, a woman um 
doesn't fit into uh, what would be, let's say, passive or, or kind of uh, a, a caring or a or a kind of shut up and follow things type role if she, if she questions things the the backlash against that the the mechanism that snaps against that or or, or reduces her by focusing on her behavior or her looks or whatever that's misogyny and that's in everyone by the way misogyny is not uh, the other aha I got you is look at women being involved in this thing that has you know targeted women. Yeah, I'm a misogynist. Of course I am. I'm I'm 42. I grew up in Ireland. I mean, that's I'm homophobic. I'm racist. I'm all these things. I'm trying to overcome that. But we that's in all of us, do you know? And uh, I think it's interesting that idea that um, misogyny is is the mechanism that that you know it's the Brett Kavanaugh's that that angry flash of anger of how dare you how dare you step aside or how dare you challenge the way things are so how dare you challenge the, as you say the very comfortable status quo that means I am where I am and if that gets challenged I might lose that not necessarily. Not necessarily, but there is a danger. And that is what she says is misogyny. And I, it's interesting because I saw, I've seen online people going, is some, like if someone's attacking a woman, for example, it's not misogyny. It's just a, dare I say, a clash of personalities, which a friend of mine recently put really well. She said, there is no such thing as a clash of personalities. Clash of personalities is, you, you might clash with someone, whatever. But if there is a toxic dynamic that's generally a struggle for power and a struggle to oppress another person. That's not a clash of personalities. And um, so if you are, so for example, Stephen, you are an economist. And if I said, uh, Stephen Kinsella has proposed um, harsher tax for a better society. He doesn't know what he's talking about. That's really wild and, and reckless, right? So that's me criticizing your policy. You sometimes wear glasses, Stephen. If I say that four-eyed idiot doesn't know what he's talking about, suddenly I am picking out something I can other you with and that's no longer me criticizing you, your profession. That's me picking on something that I can reduce you with. If you were a man of color and I began to use racist slurs to uh, say, you don't know what you're talking about, where are you even from? You yeah. know, uh, if you were queer and I use that, like how, you know, whatever, <laughs> million homophobic slurs I could use to, to, to just delegitimize you. So if someone is criticizing a woman in a professional role and they are focusing on behavioral issues or her looks or are using um, adjectives around... Um, you know, being shrill, being all these things that are used to silence and 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 dismiss. That is misogyny. That is. That's just like you can't reduce it to. Oh, I think those people just don't like each other. Can we all get over it? It's like, well, no, because there's a structural problem, and this is something that is just going to keep on continuing in a cycle. And what happens? Um, from okay, as a woman, I'm talking today woman what happens is I am less likely to speak out I'm less likely to advocate maybe for a promotion I'm less likely to advocate for someone maybe who's vulnerable in the job because I'm afraid I'm going to get shot down 
So there's that, as I can kind of keep saying that, death by a thousand cuts and a way of just weakening uh, society. And the myth is, the myths, myths, I love saying that word, (laughs) but the myths around, um, around sexism that is that it's this thing that is used to beat women and you can pick it out and you can isolate it and you can you can identify it or you can you know it's it's ludicrous it's so nuanced it's 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 just there and the only way that things change is as you say you model it you change it you do something you put, do a smoking ban, suddenly everyone smokes outside. You do a lockdown, suddenly society changes. I'm not saying lockdowns are good, by the way. I'm not advocating <laughs> for that, but that's how things change. And if some, if there is no consequence for um, misogynistic actions, for example, then there's no crime. And then it's not a problem. So without consequences or without any kind of thing other than, yeah, um the modeling doesn't happen nothing changes and that's when you just as a gal go oh well okay grand I've learned my lesson that's okay that's just the way that's just how things are and if I think about it too much I will go mad so I'm just gonna get over it and move on I got over it Paddy you know so that's that's the and that's just it's just bad for society yeah Um, well what's to use your first analogy what actually happens is some dope goes uh congratulations to british actor colin farrell you you're about to tweet the correction and then you go ah this is just not gonna happen like i'm just gonna get all these guys and it's just gonna be uh you know you don't speak right and Mm -hmm. i think it's that it's silencing that is very difficult I, i think what one of the things that is is very useful though is and it's funny i've been writing a lot about climate change recently i got a lot about it and and i've 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 basically spent a couple of months now just doing nothing but reading about it uh and it's it's profoundly depressing um profoundly i mean you you know uh, some days i had to stop and just go for a walk so awful what was interesting about uh and pertinent to this discussion was at a certain point, serious people, people who are, you know, who, who, whose job it is to think about this stuff, stopped debating about whether it was a problem. Yeah. Right. They, they kind of went, okay, look, we, I think there's sufficient evidence here that we can just go, it's real, it's happening. There's now some debate about how bad it's going to get, but basically we agree that it's real and it's, and it's a problem. And it's, and it's, it's, you know, we, and we, that, that alone, that step from, is this really a thing to, yeah, it's definitely really a thing. That's, I think, where we're at with society's debate about um, misogyny, but particularly just like listening to people and, and, and you know, we, we were talking about misogyny here um, because of recent events, but actually we, we could be talking about many other aspects. Um, the thing is to agree it's a problem. If you agree it's a problem, like climate change, if you agree it's a problem, you got to do something about it. Um, and you use the word modeling. Now, I, I think I think this is another extremely important point. It's and this is so important, and this is this is um, what I 
what I spent a lot of time reading about during this the the gender review I was I, we we brought through. Mm. You what you described about the the the, the, the sending sending the, the tweet, you know, it absorbs a certain amount of energy, right? And um, for you to do that, just mm. to send the thing. Right, like it's a bit like again the video game. I'm at a hundred, you're at eighty, and then I'm I'm worried. I'm I'm like, why is she not going faster than me? You know, right? Because it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, and it's like I'm clearly winning. Look, I you know Mario Kart or whatever. It's if somebody's already spending a lot of their time uh, just kind of getting through, it's actually mm. it's actually almost uh, a further violence to then say. Now you have to be the one to educate everybody about all this crap, right? Absolutely. Actually, yeah. the person to do it is the zero person, so the me's. Because we have the energy, we are also, again, the people who are going to be listened to because society is designed to listen to us, right? Open, mm. the, open the opinion columns of every newspaper, um, you'll, you, I mean, to the extent that anybody listens, reads newspapers anymore, but you know what I mean. They're all white dudes, all for some reason, crossing their arms. No clue why that is. And then mm. what's really interesting is then the female columnists are also asked to cross their arms. And it's just really awkward <laughs> thing. I don't know why that is. Um, yeah. So anyway, the point there being, uh, you agree it's a problem. You're the person who's to do something about you being the zero person, the white male. Mm, now, yeah. uh, or white female, whatever, depending on how farther you are away from the thing. From the right? zero. This yeah. is what was very, very interesting about. So we had another podcast about intersectional theory. Mm -hmm. um, and what's really interesting about that is the, the, the basic theory is that away from that zero point, you can have multiple constraints that bind on your identity and that make things harder for you. Right. And so the, the, the canonical one, in fact, this is the one in the, the original 1986 paper, um, uh, which we could link to actually in the show notes, um, is, is, um, is uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, who's going for, he's going for, uh, if he's playing a game of golf and the caddy asks him, does he have any handicaps? And he goes, well, I'm black, one-eyed and Jewish. You know, um, you know what you need, like, you know, I, I, I really, really love I love his point there. Right. <laughs> you know, um, mm. but 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 the idea that there are various intersections. And so the further you get mm. away from that zero point, the more the more energy actually is just absorbed and just keeping going. So therefore asking, I think you know, what's handy, I yeah. think it's often called emotional labor. It it's just, you're just, you just got to do you're it. You're just working all the time. And yeah, so, yeah. And you have to do a lot of work for other people. And that's what, yeah. like you said, like you said, yeah. like. Uh, even just uh, ha like why why do I need to school you on this or why do I even need to prove it exists that's the big thing and, and like look I know Twitter and we've talked about it before yeah. is a bit of a hellhole but when you're dealing with people who go I remember years ago there was an Irish politician I can't remember who you might remember who who said there's no drugs problem outside of Dublin oh yeah 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 and it's it's just no you've just never been outside of Dublin. That doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. it, just because something isn't your experience doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Yes. And I think that is the exhausting thing where you're like, oh, we can't even get to a ground level where we can have a discussion. Mm. I mean, you and I can't. But I mean, uh, because someone is telling me I'm British. Someone is telling me that something is not the case, and it's just. You can't even get to, to you can't even get to a, a a starting point because you are being completely 
delegitimized yeah. in 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 your in your basic kind of existence and reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we have the same thing with Brexit Exactly the same thing. People are like, oh, oh, they'll just join us again. It'll be fine. We're like, we really won't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but the other thing, did you see, it was like, Harlan needs to get over it. We won. It's like, <laughs> learn no. your history. No, no, no. No, no, that's not how it works. And, yeah, and I, I love the fact that ep- you, you make the connection. Um, you make the perfect connection, which is, which is you know, that, that thing about, um, you know, uh, actors with terrible accents. And people go, the Irish just need to get over us. Like, no, no, we really don't need to get over it. You need to agree mm. that it's a problem that 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 our hundred-year-old republic is is continually minimized. We're not okay with it, yeah. and you need to be not okay with it. And it's interesting to, mm. to transpose that anger into a different place where where yeah. yeah. So so I think um, one of the things that is if it if if it's on essentially zero point to people like me to say no, no first off you, you have to listen. Um, that, the second thing is you have to act, and mm. uh, I'll give you a very, very, very good, a very good example. Uh, there is a culture of nicknames where I work. Okay, and some of the times they're they're heartfelt, and some of the times they're not. Right, mm. and what we decided to do was just stop using them. And the reason, uh, the reason that 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 happened, just start calling people by their names, mm-hmm. because some of them were a bit derogatory, you know. Um, and but no, not in it, not in an absolutely like, oh my god, you know, if this came out on a WhatsApp group, we'd all be shot. But it, but but it wasn't great either. So just decided to stop using them. But what was interesting was we all just said, no, 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 let's just stop. It's not okay, right? And I think that, and to my knowledge anyway, it has stopped. It's not, it's a, it's, it, it, it's a minor thing, it's a tiny thing, but it is also saying, hang on, we're responsible for changing our own behavior, right? Um, same thing is if you, it, you know, if you hear this stuff, if you see this stuff, if you're silent about it, you're part of it. So the way to think about it is, um, is a very, very old Roman quote. If you see fraud, and you don't shout fraud, you're the fraud. Okay. Same thing. Yeah. If you see misogyny and you don't shout about it, you're the misogynist. Being mm. passively part of a group that commits something. So you might be the person actually doing the, the slagging or the slurring or whatever. If you're just even part of the group and you don't say, mm. oh, lads, listen, that's not okay. Come on, stop now you know yep. uh, or pull someone aside and go sorry listen that's not okay look or just you know leave then you're mm. you're it's not your lack of engagement contributes to part, being part of the problem again you've got all these Absolutely. advantages it behooves you to use them like it's like mm. uh, sometimes um what did somebody say yeah uh it's like walking around with superpowers right yeah so being the default in any society it's like walking around with superpowers mm-hmm. and then you refuse to use them to help anybody 
right? Yeah, a proper dick yeah, move if you think about it. Well, literally a dick it's, move. It's a, yeah. it's a good, it's a good, yeah. it's a good analogy because, like, I mean, as I said, you, you know, if you're listening to this, I'm in your ear. I have a lot of voice, of a lot of privilege, but as regards to zero, I am a number of steps away being a, a queer uh, woman and, and a bass player. The thing is, if and a bass player. You're great. <laughs> I mean, you're, actually, you're a great bass player. Jesus, it's a, you're amazing. Cool. Well, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but th- I suppose if I call something out, they're like, oh, well, there's your one who's like the artist, yeah. you know, lefty, queery woman who's obviously given out, you know, because that's what that's the dismissive, easy thing to do to me. Uh, or not to me. Sorry, this isn't about me. Or to do to a, a yeah, person. Sure. Um, you know, and, and I know I've, I've been around friends who have a friend who is like just spouting awful things and uh, my friend is a, a, a white, cis, heterosexual, uh, or not necessarily, but a male. And I'm like, you know, if I say something, which I can, uh, it's not going to land as much as if you do. And if you don't say anything, he's just going to be like, well, you're my friend and you put up with me, so that's okay. Yeah. And it's it's just um, it, it kind of this kind of thing, as I said, like it, it does if there's no consequences and, you know, we're we're just loosely referring to recent events that have happened in America. We're not like th- this episode could go out at any time, but yeah. the, the basically the, the last 8000 years. Anytime the last 8,000 years and sadly, you know, the big thing is sadly unsurprising. There's another uh, thing and, and this is very much a, a, a personal theory um, and and I, I might be shot down for, who, who cares, who's listening, it's only a woman talking. But, Why are um, you? But, <laughs> no, your place. But, <laughs> Why are you? But partic- particularly in, in, in left circles, there's a lot of men who would present as, as feminist uh in word only uh, but men they're generally just trying to get into women's knickers and when the time comes they won't call out behaviors or they'll go mm, clash of personalities or mm, what can you do oh i'm just uh you Wait, know um, just, dial it back <laughs> dial it back a second there now <laughs> young lady <laughs> i just heard something this is there, i've like, observed so whip men uh, this is new to me now Okay. Presenting yeah. Presenting yeah. is left, so you're like, oh, I love the environment and art or whatever. Yeah. But it's yeah, actually yeah. just a strategy for to get the birds. Is th- is that it? Well, yeah. Well, those circles are generally full of of gals, and I'm not saying they're not all all bad or anything like that. You're like, what are you doing? Defamation. It's okay. No, I mean these are just Sorry, that's people the that when I have a name for thing. them, I call them. Oh, yeah. You see, you wouldn't experience it because they're not trying to get in your knickers. So, sadly, you know, yeah. uh, sadly, I'm sorry, Stephen, you're being discriminated against. More <laughs> discrimination but against me. It's, it's these people who will, they will go online and they will go, they will spout feminist things. They will attack misogyny and that. But in practice, they will not advocate for the women in their circles. They will not. Okay, okay, okay. They will not do the work on the ground, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they will try and reap the rewards of appearing like a cool woke guy. Uh, there's a great Saturday Night Live sketch I think about a guy, or there's some sketch about someone. Um, it's a bunch of guys as to why I think it's English actually as to why they joined various branches of like. 
I don't know, like a, a green party environment, sure. and it's all about how they're just trying to sleep with women. And look, hey, you know, if you meet someone through those circles, happy days, you yeah, know. Sure. But when it comes down to it, uh, if someone raises something, and the dudes in that circle just go, mm, and the women, and like a mad thing I've noticed in the recent events that we're referring to, with no consequences, a lot of anger is now directed at women who aren't involved but could have said something and now the anger's at them and you're like really okay you there's just no winning like i mean sure yeah but they're stuck in a structure where they can't act they don't have power yeah. really and and this fury and look at women standing by and letting this happen and it's like that's not that's not feminism that's more misogyny wow. and that's not helpful um Stand, just be helpful. Stop screaming at everyone and be an advocate and be supportive and make change. Don't just scream at people and then hope to get your hole. Like, do you know what I mean? It's just, I, I call them feminists. <laughs> and I shouldn't be, I shouldn't be laughing. Um, well, I, I, it's funny because yeah, I've come ac- I've come across this a bit and, and, um, um, someone had said, you know, I'd prefer to meet, you know, a really obvious sexist dude in a white wife beater because I know what to expect from him. But these, hey, I'm cool, but actually I'm a, a creepy person who's not really going to help you or else I'm a really nice person, but I'm just not going to do anything except go on Twitter and seem like I, I'm helpful. So uh, I threw a little bomb, bombshell in there at the end. Some of this now... Uh... It's an interesting point. Some of this comes down to strength of character. Um, and I always think, I always think when somebody, and you see it with whistleblowers a lot, mm-hmm. the strength of character that it requires to do something like that, to go outside yeah. the group. Yeah, yeah. Is extraordinary. And I think it, it, it goes to show a lot of, you know, that there's lots of these experiments that you can do, you know, you're in a room, you're in a room with, with 10 other people and the other nine people are in on the experiment and they tell mm. you that, you know, you've got a, you've got to measure three lines. The one line is obviously the right one and the other two are wrong. And everyone says every, the other nine people's in, and you're the last person who's asked the other nine people go, Wrong one, wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. You can see, you can clearly see the right one. Yeah. In seventy-five percent of the cases, people agree with the crowd ab- above their own. You know. Yeah. Obvious. You know, the line is literally a different sized line. Um, yeah, like absolutely, and you know, I dare I say, I let it not be construed that uh, I am some kind of angel of brilliance and and of uh no i'll construe that that's that seems fine okay no but also if you're listening to this and you're like dude i'm I'm a feminist man and now i can't even win it's like if this doesn't ring true for you then it's not you that's what i'm saying it's not a huge amount of people oh yeah can we Uh, can we have a quick chat about this i I have to go in a second but can we just have a quick chat it's fucking not all men thing right this drives me bananas so you see this thing comes out and then Somebody goes, yeah, but, you know, so uh, the washing up, you know, and women do more of the washing up. 
because it's, it's just a clear thing. Women do more housework. It's just like it's, it's unambiguous. Every single survey everywhere says this, right? There's no mm. doubt in the empirical reality of this. And then some lad will go on and say, well, that's not, not all men. I actually do the washing up. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, and as somebody yeah. do the was, does the washing up, I, I, you know, I, I see this. But uh, the point is, it's fucking obvious it's not all men because there must be some men. But they, why do you, I think it's, it's like what they're saying is recognize my virtuosity. Instead of going like the person who's making the comment that says, well, more women do more housework than, than men. Women do more caring duties than men. Women have lower incomes than men. You know, and then they go, well, not all men. It's like the person making that point fucking knows it's not all men. Mm. Stop yeah. saying it. It's such an obvious thing. I didn't realize I was as annoyed about this as I am. It's such an obvious empirical reality. We all know it's not all men. Some men, some men are sad. Some men do all the housework and all the caring and the women do nothing. But that's yeah. not true for most people. And that's the mm -hmm. point. It's an miracle justification. Yeah, I, 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 I think, yeah, if I could, like, when I become king of the world, the not all men thing is going in the feckin' sea. Because it's so, what annoys me about it is not the misogyny, but just the lack of, like, adherence to basic statistics. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's just like, stop. We need You're obvious, insulting. But it's just the mean of the distribution. It's clearly on the, on, on the women's side. Like, just stop fucking saying it. It's so wrong. <laughs> But if I didn't realize that was so triggering um, for me. I love it. I love it. I yeah. love the statistician in you is just in, enraged. Hey, calm down, statistician. <laughs> Get over it. Male statistician. <laughs> it transcends gender. You're just a statistician. The, the, mean, just... the mean of the distribution transcends the gender. Just stop saying it. It's stupid. But also just expecting <laughs> well, people to go, yes, we know you're great. Like, it's like... Chris Rock has this amazing... Amazing, the comedian Chris Rock has this amazing, amazing uh, uh, rant, and and I cannot repeat any of it. <laughs> given, I, I think I know it. But go on, point. go on. But the point is, he says, this kind of fella wants praise for something normal men just do, <laughs> right? Yeah. He says, you know, he's like, I I feed all of my children. He's like, you're supposed to feed your children. <laughs> you know, I've never <laughs> been to jail. <laughs> He's like, you're not supposed to go to jail. You don't you just stop expecting praise for stuff normal people just do. And he's like, you low expectation having motherfucker. And I think that's right. It's like, yeah, the expectation is that you shouldn't expect praise for doing the bleeding dishes. You know mm. what I mean? Like, <laughs> I can remember my, my wife went out one night and somebody who she was out with was like, who's babysitting the children? And she's like, no one. Her father is there. How, how incompetent do you think this fella is? Like, you know, and I, I think that, yeah, it, it's a, it's a and whole I, thing. I, and, and I agree with you. And I think we could do another episode. And this is a misogyny and those attitudes also disempower men and are really unhealthy and don't, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff. I, like I'm saying, there is a knock-on effect that's negative all around. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. all these ads like, you know the way men can't work a washing machine or, you know, and women, and so this comedian did a great thing, said, you know, in ads like, all men are stupid and all women are bitches. Like, this is, like, and he does this, like, fake yeah. ad where, mommy, what's daddy doing? He's like, well, you know the way your dad's a fucking idiot. Uh, he's trying to fix the roof. <laughs> and and all these these attitudes yeah. are not helpful. No, not. And 
it's not about overpowering the the group of men in the room who don't want us to know. It's about challenging society, changing things within ourselves, listening to someone who has less of a voice than you, yeah. not listening to someone who's talking down to you and shutting you up yeah. and, and oppressing you, trying to raise a point. Listening to someone who is pointing something out to you. Um, and we can all, we all have someone who has less power than us. Um, and, 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 and just being present human beings, not jumping to not all men, not all white people, not all whatever stupid blanket statement that is unhelpful. Yeah. Um, and let's get back to kindness and let's, let's just, yeah, I think, you know, I, I think we could rebrand wokeness as just soundness. Soundness. Exactly. It'd be grand. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. It, it's like, oh, listen, I think there's another, another episode or two that we could go, like, even on these, the ripple things around what you're talking mm. about. Uh, mm. um, but listen, Stephen, always delightful, belated happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. And by the by, the next episode, I'll have joined you and the jo- prime number. Join the ranks of the forty-three-year-old codgers, <laughs> old folks who get to say everything and, and dominate the airwaves. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Thanks, uh, thank you so much for the chat. Uh, thank always you. a pleasure. And uh, I will talk to you next month. You have been listening to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, a Limerick Post podcast produced by Eric Fitzgerald. Theme tune is performed and composed by David Blake. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. You can now follow the show on Twitter at Anne Steve Talk. Get Stephen at Stephen Kinsler. He's a Stephen with a PH. Anne at Anne Blake 78. That's an Anne without an E. And the Limerick Post at Limerick Post. 